I just found out that I'm going to a very dangerous, very socialist country run by a dictatorial tyrant who's power hungry, and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get back into the country when I'm done. But, you know, when you got to go to Canada, you got to go to Canada. <laughs> What's up? What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. Yeah, I got I just found out my father is uh, in the hospital, so I'm going to go visit him in. I'm going to go visit him in Canada in a couple of weeks, um, which is not, again, not something that I ever th uh, thought I would dread as much as I do now, because Canada is, I mean, it, it's a beautiful place. If you look at it on the outset, there's beautiful lakes, there's beautiful scenery, there's moose, there's beavers. And, you know, who doesn't love a good beaver? But uh, but when you look at the politics of it all, when you look at how the country is is is, you know, being run, when you look at the people in charge, when you look at the the squashing of rights, when you look at the lack of freedom, when you look at the 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 way that Justin Trudeau, who I've got to be honest with you, I still believe is the Antichrist. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Justin Trudeau, if the devil were going to come back to the to the earth, which we all you know, if you read Revelation, if you know the story of the of the gospel, that's that's what's going to happen. That's the prophecy. The devil will come back to the earth and um, one day he'll take over and then they'll have the four horsemen of the apocalypse and yada, yada, yada. So if the devil comes back to earth, I wholeheartedly believe he would come back to earth in the form of a politician who is young, who is uh, decent looking, who's charismatic and who would be part of a large capitalist country, but not the largest capitalist country or the most obvious. Like if the devil came back as Hunter Biden, I mean, that would be obvious, right? Or if the devil came back as as a, a politician, Bill Clinton, for example, and, and took over the United States of America with all the nuclear capability and all of the all of the economic uh, dominance, all that kind of stuff, that would just be obvious. Canada is a little more subtle. It's right there next to the United States of America. It's supposedly a democracy, although it's not. It's got, you know, the same kind of ideas, a eh? it's a little nicer. People there don't have and they aren't the the um the international uh there isn't that international taint on Canadians that you have on, say, Americans, especially if you go to the Middle East or if you go to China, if you go to other places like that, Canadians are universally loved. So it makes uh, perfect sense that the devil would send his child, the Antichrist, to rule over a country like Canada. And that's why Justin Trudeau, I believe, is still in power. That's why he's there taking guns from people and, and destroying people's lives if they decide to protest. He's locking up truckers, taking away their licenses, um, stealing their bank account. I mean, I don't know if you know this, in Canada, and they'll tell you, oh, Canada's beautiful, eh? Come for the lobster and the and the ice fishing and stay for the beer, eh? And we've got maple syrup, but like real maple. You know what? We we're so sweet and syrupy. We're even going to put a maple leaf on our flag, eh? And so we can drink some maple syrup and watch hockey and oh, it's going to be just great. You're going to love it in Canada, eh? But the fact of the matter is, if you go to Canada and you act up, they will call your bank and shut down your bank accounts and steal your money. If you go to Canada and you act up or you act out or you say, hey, this government sucks, eh? Trudeau is a bastard, eh? If you do any of that stuff, then what they're going to do is they're going to take away your business license, your driver's license. They're going to lock you up. They're going to force you to get vaccinated. They're not going to allow you to travel back and forth. And if you complain about it, like I said, they're going to throw your ass in jail. Oh, and the guns? Forget about it. Yeah, I got guns. Eh? I'm in I live in the woods. Eh? I like to hunt and shoot. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to buy any more guns. You're not going to be able to sell the guns that you have. You're not even going to be able to transfer those guns to your loved ones should something happen to you. Like, you know, you get locked up by the government or even worse, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you die an unfortunate death, Clinton style, 
or as they call it in Canada, Trudeau style. I mean, if you think about this, if you die in Canada, you can't transfer your guns to anybody. I don't even really know what happens to them. I imagine they just get seized, but you can no longer sell, trade, transfer, buy any of those things. The weapons you have are the weapons you're going to have because the government doesn't want you coming after them. And when the government says, hey, don't come after us, bro, we're not going to let you have any more weapons. Eventually, it's just a matter of time before they come for the weapons you already have, too. And that's the danger of Canada. That's why I've always said Canada is one of the most dangerous countries, not because it's any more socialist than any other country, but the proximity. It's right there. It's just sitting on top of us like a big hat. And it's got a, the longest border ever. You think the Mexican border is long? It's nothing compared to the Canadian border. The Canadian border runs the entire width of the country from Maine all the way over to Washington state. The entire, you got like nine states in between where Canadians can bring their sociopathic socialism across the border and influence the United States of America. And it's happening in, in Washington, D.C., in a Washington state, rather, in Seattle. It's happening in, in places like Portland. It's happening even in Minnesota, Maine, all of the New England states. It's too close to communism. Uh, it's too close to communism to be comfortable. Too close for comfortable. It's too close to communism for comfort is what I'm trying to say. And that's why I don't like Canada being up there. That's why you start to see, and, th and also this is all bass backwards. Typically what happens is, and the way really most countries are, is the United States of America sets the tone. The United States of America comes in and says, okay, look, uh, you guys are going to shut up. You guys are going to do this. You guys are going to fall in line. Freedom's good. Tyranny's bad. End of story. And everyone kind of falls in line. Either they fall in line or they take the total opposite approach. Uh, but Canada usually falls in line. Mexico usually falls in line. That's when we have strong leadership here in the United States of, of America. Strong leadership that says, hey, here's what we're going to do as far as trade agreements go. Here's what we're going to do as far as border policy goes. Here's what we're going to do as far as immigration goes. Canada, you're, you know, you're number two. We're number one. United States of America and North America and the North American, um, you know, uh, hemisphere and the uh, we are we are number one. Canada's number two. Mexico's like number three, maybe number four. That's basically how the hierarchy goes. Um, unfortunately, though, with Joe Biden in charge, Canada has kind of taken on this own weird tone. Uh, you know, there's no one there. They're, you know, keeping him in line. Had this trucker thing, the Hong Kong, uh, the Hong Kong trucker um, protest gone on with Donald Trump in office, Donald Trump would have made sure that those truckers were protected. Donald Trump would have made sure that the truckers could have come back and forth across the border in a safe and secure manner without forced vaccinations. Donald Trump would be very wary of any country that allows its citizen or that allows its um, uh, politicians to just arbitrarily change the rights of the citizens to arm themselves and protect themselves and bank for themselves and protest. I mean, it's it's really it it is a a slap in the face of the United States of America. But again, Joe Biden is in control, and Joe Biden's not really in control. Joe Biden does not scare, and he doesn't even scare the Canadian Prime Minister. And not only that, Joe Biden's not even really in control and the people who are in control probably like what Canada is doing. They see it as like a little laboratory. They're like, hey, let's see if this let's see how much Canada can get away with. And then maybe we'll try to do it here in the United States of America. You know that there's a bunch of politicians in Washington, D.C., a bunch of Democrats in blue states who are watching very patiently. And they're saying, can this guy really get away with just sing like single handedly without any kind of without any kind of uh, oversight? just start erasing the rights of Canadian citizens. Will they allow for that? Um, and then I think what they're going to do is they're going to take that experiment that's going on in Canada and they're going to try it here.
And if they can do it here, uh, I believe we're in, in, in deep doo-doo. Now, I don't think they will be able to do it here because, again, Canadians are a lot nicer than Americans. Americans get angry. And if anybody's going to storm a Capitol building, if anybody's going to cause a revolution, if anybody's going to, you know, show up at rallies and start, you know, chanting things or throwing things, it's going to be Americans. Also, here in the United States of America, we have this very interesting, and I think it's because we're so populated. Canada is a huge country with a small population spread out all over the ice and the woods. And you could go days and you could walk around for days in Canada and never bump into a soul. The only place you can do that here in the United States is in is in the desert. But I watched Breaking Bad, and I'm going to be honest with you, that desert, there's a lot of people roaming around there, too. So that may not, especially uh, right now with Burning Man uh, going on. But and that's neither here nor there. But in, in the United States of America, you have a lot more people. They're a lot more confined. And what happens is they start to change each other's minds. And we're starting to see that. For example, we're starting to see how... Uh, African-American voters, Latino-American voters, uh, Asian-American voters, Jewish voters, female voters, suburban voters, young voters. We see how they're starting to look at our government and go, wow, our government sucks. Joe Biden's the worst. What is this whole thing about locking people up because they disagree with you? What's this whole thing about trying to throw your political adversaries in jail because you're afraid they're going to take your power in an election? What is all this about these indictments over and over again? It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous plot by the Democrats to take power. And really what they're doing is they're making the real the people realize these people are trying to take power. And really, they're supposed to get power from us, the people. And when the people see that the government's taking power instead of accepting power that is freely given by the people of that country, meaning the United States of America, the people take the power back and they give it to somebody else. And I think that's what's happening uh, here in the United States. At least I pray that's what's happening here in the United States. Also, fun fact, Joe Biden is not only indicting his number one political um, adversary, not only is he trying to lock up the competition, not only does he have Merrick Garland searching the homes of those people who stand up and protest against the government, not only is he throwing people in prison for 22 years for things they didn't even do, not only is he using the FBI as a coercion tool, as a, uh, you know, he's using the FBI and in investigations as tactics to keep people quiet, both on social media and elsewhere, not only is he doing all of that, not only is he opening up our border to a whole to a whole bevy of not just illegal immigrants, but potential terrorists and threats to our way of life, to our life in general. Not only is he doing all of that, but now Joe Biden's trying to lock down the country again with pandemics. And after Jill Biden tested positive for covid yesterday, which we discussed, we discussed how. All right. The covid variants are coming down from Canada, I'd like to point out. So there's another there's another mark toward the devil. Not today. Get behind me, Satan. Not today, buddy. Not today. Uh, but as these COVID variants are coming down from Canada and as Joe Biden or Jill Biden rather tests positive for COVID, Joe Biden begins to mask up again. And that's exactly what happened. Joe Biden said, oh, I got to mask up. He's walking around now with his mask on. And that is going to be the symbol of the next uh, uh, election cycle. The masks are coming back on every four years. There's going to be a pandemic. There's going to be high profile cases of a of covid. There's going to be masks. There's going to be mandates. There's going to be lockdowns. And that way they can manipulate and control the balloting because whoever controls the election wins the election. That's the lesson we've learned used to be whoever could convince the people to vote for them. 
whoever had the best ideas, whoever had the best agenda, whoever had the best plan for America, whoever looked like they were going to be the best leader for the United States of America and would be able to execute their plan to make all of our lives way more betterer. That person was always elected. But no, now it's the people who run the elections and can lock up their opponents. Uh, the scare tactics, the fear mongering, the COVID vaccines, the boosters, the masks, the oh, my God, you got a mail in your ballot because if you stand in line to vote, you could die. And do you really want to die voting for the next president of the United States? No, just sit at home, fill out your ballot. We'll come pick it up. And don't worry, it'll get there. No problem. Don't worry. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It'll be totally fine. I got to I'm really not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not excited about this trip to Canada. But if Joe Biden wins the election or even comes near winning the election again, or even if we get too close to another COVID lockdown or mandatory mask mandates, uh, I fear that we're probably going to be seeing we're probably going to be seeing the United States of America looking a lot more like Canada instead of Canada looking a lot more like the United States of America, which is the way God intended. Anyway, listen, uh, uh, coming up later this month, before I go to Canada, because I'm not going to till the last weekend of September, uh, but before I go to Canada, I'm hosting this amazing online event. And I talked about it yesterday and a lot of folks were confused. It's not, it's a live event, meaning we'll be interacting live, but it's not live here in the Marquee studio. It's going to be uh, virtual. So you can attend this event anywhere you want. It's a three-day event and it's going to be me discussing exactly what I do here every day how I am able to create this kind of conservative content, content that, uh, you know, builds my following, builds my audience, spreads my conservative message, builds my business, makes people offers for things that they really want, and um, how you can do it too, how you can basically lift my entire lift my entire existence. And if you want to start your own show on social media, a podcast, if you're confused about how to create content that won't get you canceled, if you've been canceled and you're concerned about creating new content. If you're trying to get in touch or in front of a particular audience, maybe a conservative audience, maybe someone else, and you want to know how I do it, how I've been able to build a business, how I've been able to promote my show and my message and my products using all of this content I create on a daily basis. That's exactly what this is. It's called the create cash flow content content challenge. And is it, is it tailored toward conservatives? Maybe it's good for anybody. I'm a conservative, so obviously I'm going to have a, a conservative bias to it, but it's good for anybody who has a business, who's an entrepreneur, who's an influencer, who's worried about being canceled. And it's uh, it's one hour a day for three days, two hours a day if you get a VIP ticket, which I would highly recommend. And if you want to attend, again, it's virtual. All you need is a computer, laptop, iPhone, the iPad, whatever. Um, and it's going to be so much fun. It happens September 25th through the 27th. Once again, it is create cashflowcontent.com create cashflowcontent.com i think you can also go to markk.com which may be easier just go to you know what in fact just go there markk.com m-a-r-k-k-a-y-e.com and uh sign up because i only listen there's gonna be a live q a i'm gonna be taking your questions i'm gonna be answering them specific questions about your business about what you do online about getting canceled about about how to grow about you know um, the best platforms for you podcasting whatever it is you want to talk about I will be answering your questions directly. And because of that, there's a limited number of tickets. There's only 40, I think, I think 30, I think we sold 10 yesterday. There's only like 30 tickets left um, for that one-on-one -on -one experience. So markk.com, go there today. Listen to the show later today. It's whatever you want Wednesday. I'm very excited about it. Noon Eastern, 11 Central, the Mark K Show. And continue to, continue to download and follow and listen and like and share 
everything you hear every single day right here on Mark K Saves the Republic because with your help and everybody else's help, and if we grow this movement, if we grow this message, and we keep people from allowing the United States of America to become like Canada, then we will definitely save the Republic.